1: Welcome, welcome to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with me, Dr. Andy, as your host. I am a Access Conscious Facilitator, Energetic Magic with Animals Practitioner, Certified Animal Chiropractor, and Animal Wizard, and I'm here today, like I am every Monday, to empower you to know what you know about your animal. What will we chat about today? So, um, I actually have an upcoming um, telecall, and it's all beyond animal communication in the beginning. So we're going to kind of preview that, and by we, I mean my uh, fellow um, facilitator, Callie Lair, good friend, um, former guest on the show, is back with me today. Hi, Callie.
2: Hi, Andy. How are you?
1: I'm doing all right. How are you?
2: I'm doing great, thank you. It's a gorgeous day, and I'm excited to talk about this class we've got coming up.
1: I know. We both and our producer, Rioja, get to live in Denver, and it's absolutely gorgeous today. So if we're talking about the weather, that's why we're all in the same spot. And yeah, we're going to talk about our telecall. So it's called, I said, Beyond Animal Communication, and it's the beginning, and it's a five-call series. We're going to start on April 7th. That first call is just going to be an hour long, and that's actually going to be free. So if you catch a little bit of this radio show and you still want to catch something else, um, April 7th, and then we'll go into four more calls. Four more calls at an hour and a half each, so there'll be 90 minutes. But we're going to preview all of that today. Um, and, you know, what would your life look like if you, if you could know that you can communicate with your animals? You know, how will the lives of your animals change if you could receive the messages they're conveying? And do you desire to become more aware and present with energies and communications from your animals? So I have a few things, and I'm going to have Callie add a whole bunch more within this hour. Um, But the call and a little bit of this class, this is just a little teaser. We're not going to get in, we're not going to dive as deep into these as we will on the call, but... What are the different ways that you can communicate with your animals? What awarenesses do you already have with your animal that maybe you're not even acknowledging? How many different messages can animals share, um, and what could that look like in your world? What could it look like in somebody else's world? And what if we all do this a little differently? And be in the question with the energetic me- messages you receive from your animals. And what behaviors and situations can you change? with your animals using um, some of the access tools, and then a whole heck of a lot more. So, Kelly, I have your basic bio in front of me, but I would so much rather you introduce yourself to everybody again in your own words and, and what you do and, and how all of this came about to do this call or whatever you'd like to share with the world.
2: Okay, great. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the show again today. It's great to be back, and I want to welcome everyone on the call. And um, my name is Callie Lair, and basically in my, quote, past life, I was a paralegal, and then um, amazing opportunities kind of started to present themselves to me and I chose to step into something much different for me. Um, I went from being a paralegal to being someone who communicates with animals, shares energetic um, sessions with people as well as animals, and also connect with spirit on the other side. So it's really been quite a transformation to say the least. And uh, one of the things I want to point out the most with this is, you know, I, if you had asked me when I was like 25, 30 years old, could I communicate with animals, I would have laughed at you and said, heck no. Um, You know, but what I realized um, from a bunch of life transformation things that I had gone through is that when I was very young, I chose to shut down those gifts. Um, Because I remember when I was little, I told my father that I could communicate with animals, and he laughed at me so hard that I thought, well, if he laughs at me, everyone else will laugh at me. And in that moment, I clearly shut down all my capacities to do that. So, you know, one of the things I want to say to people on this call that think you have to be gifted or you have to have certain talents or whatever is, you know, where have you chosen on some level to shut down those gifts and capacities? Um, You know, what would it take for you to reawaken those? Because that's basically what happened with me. Um, Fast forward to... um, Gosh, I wish I knew what year it was. I, I don't recall, but it was a few years ago where um I was sitting, it was after Christmas, and I was sitting in the living room with my dog, Tippy, who has since passed. And I always talked with her, Andy. You know, I would say, oh, Tippy, this, that, and I'd tell her things, blah, blah, blah. But I never heard anything back from her. And I was taking down the tree that year and putting all the ornaments away and everything. It was just she and I, and she had been passed out, sound asleep on the couch the whole time. And at that time, it was just a stark green tree. There were no ornaments. Everything was put away. And all of a sudden, she jumped up, and she sat right next to me. And she said as clear as could be, don't put the tree away yet. It was an artificial tree. She said, don't put the tree away yet because it's the last time I'm going to see it. And, I mean, those were the first words I ever heard from her directly, Um and sure enough, that March, she ended up making her transition, but what a gift she gave me. It's like she knew I had shut down this gift, so to say, to communicate with animals, and she wanted to make sure that was reawakened, and I just give her so much credit for that because she helped me reawaken that and to choose even more. So, you know, it's where does everybody on this call have these capacities and have you on some level chosen to shut them down for one reason or another?
1: So you mean, Callie, that everyone can do this?
2: I believe that everybody can, and I also believe that it shows up differently for each person. Okay. Now, one of the biggest limitations I've seen is I've heard several clients say to me is, oh, I would love to hear what my animal says, but then fast forward, you know, a few minutes later, and they go, well, if I heard that, that that would freak me out. I wouldn't want to hear that. I wouldn't want to know that. Boom. So they shut down. You know, their awareness is right there in, in that moment. Um, so I think it's something that, you know, if you practice and really choose it, you can apply yourself to it. And I think it shows up for everybody differently, that it's not going to show up the same way for me as it would for you, Andy, or as it would for somebody else on the call.
1: I think it, I think it shows up very different for everybody. I think that that is a correct. Um, and you'll hear Callie, and she talks about it when we get together, and how the, she gets more words than I ever get. Um, I I get a lot more, you know, just knowings, and, and I do a lot more hands-on stuff in my practice with it. So it is, it's so different for everybody, and it is. It's just a muscle that if you played with it, you know, what could it look like for you and your animals or any animals you come in contact with?
2: Exactly. I mean, even me just sharing the story about how Tippy spoke with me, you know, some of my clients said, oh, I wouldn't want to hear that, though, and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's all about having that awareness, Andy, which I know you're very familiar with, you know, but it's like, why wouldn't I want to know that? You know, it's like we've really honed in on something very special those last few months that we had here on Earth, and she's still very much with me. Um, you know, and that's one of the components, too, with all this is would you be willing to receive everything from the, mm-hmm. from your animals, you know, whether they're good, bad, and not that there is good or bad messages, but, you know, some people perceive what I just shared with Tippi as a not-so-good message, you know, but to me it was something that I cherish in my heart to this day because it was such a special moment, and we bonded so much deeper because of that.
1: Yeah, and and... that that I think it could be a whole call in itself is, you know, being, I don't know, quote unquote, prepared for what the messages could be. Um, And then, you know, what could it look like for you and your animals? So throughout this hour, I'm going to invite everybody um, to um, share their questions, share their animal stories with us. Um, We would love some feedback, some interaction. um, And you can do that in a variety of ways. You can, Call us directly, be on the air live at 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada. Zero three three triple zero one zero six two five in the UK. You can always Skype them in at a2zen.fm. The easiest way and and the low lower stress way is just to chat them in. <laughs> and if you go to a2zen.fm and along the top choose chat room, follow the directions, and you can join us in that chat room. And there's usually other conversations going on and questions come through. Um, if you have anything for me or Callie or the call or about your animals, we would love for you to join us. Um, before we continue, let's um, let's have everyone expand out as big as the room they're in, as big as the city, as big as the state, as big as the country, as big as the world, down through the ground, out to the sky, and as big as the universe. And let's ask all our animals to join us. And what would the animals like the world?
2: 10-0. Huh.
1: So, Callie, give everybody your contact information real quick. Um, if, they need to get, if they would like to get a hold of you before the call or, or private sessions, I know you offer all kinds of stuff.
2: Absolutely. So my website is peacebypeace.net, and that's P-E-A-C-E-B-Y-P-E-A-C-E.net. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. Um, there is my personal page is Callie Lair, and then the business page is Piece by Piece LLC. And if you want to reach me via phone, my phone number is 303-862-5424. Or you can send me an email at info at net. Cool. Awesome.
1: Thank you. No. <sighs> When did we met? How many years ago? Years ago now. Huh.
2: Gosh. Three, three? maybe? <laughs> maybe <laughs> three four? years ago. I don't know. Yeah. And,
1: and we traded bars, um, was our first mm-hmm. introduction to each other. Um, and so I was in access a little bit longer than you, not much by any means. And um, I went and got my facilitator's year before you, but then we were in Costa Rica together last year, so I had this practice going before adding in access, so you've also taught um, animal communication classes and now we're adding in access, so, so could you talk about that a little bit, like what are you going to bring that's a little different than access, but, and then how, how do you, you know, because access brings a lot of different tools to the table.
2: Access definitely brings a lot of tools to the table, um, and I'm excited to be teaching this for the first time with the access tools. Like you shared, I've taught it before in the past, this will be the first time integrating the access tools. And as you are well aware, there's so many different tools that we could tap into. And the biggest thing about this is being in question, you know, um, living in question and having no judgment. So regardless of what your animals are sharing, one of the important things is to remember they're always in choice, just like we are and to, you know, give them that allowance, that space to be making the choices that they want to choose. Um, so, so I'm
1: going to have you say that mm-hmm. again for everybody because this is okay. where I run into a lot of resistance from my clients. Is so say that again, just so everyone can hear it again and so they can take a look at it.
2: Okay, and I hope I remember everything just I about just said. Animals have,
1: <laughs> no, just that animals have choice.
2: And it's so true. They absolutely have choice. I mean, we all come into this universe, this way of life as we know it, with free will, and that includes our animals. Um, Sometimes it's hard for us to realize that they're choosing some of the things that they want to choose. I mean, my own dog chooses some things that I'm like, I wish he wouldn't choose that, and... You know it's I am choosing to be an allowance of what he's choosing, you know um it's there are certain things I wish he would step outside of limitation wise with certain things, and this is who he is. this is who he's choosing to be, just like with people um you know one of the best stories I can share is when I first started sharing Reiki, which is energy um an energetic modality with people and animals, my dog Tippy refused. Reiki. You know, one of the first things to ask is, are you willing to receive this? And I got a clear no, but I was the mom and I knew better than she did. Uh, And one day she went and nipped my hand, not hard, but just enough to get the message across that, you know what, I'm saying no, I'm not choosing this right now. And that was a huge, huge lesson for me to be in allowance of her choices and in hindsight I see why she chose what she chose. She didn't want me to tap into everything that she was feeling and she allowed somebody else to work with her. It wasn't that she was closed off to Reiki altogether. She just didn't want me to be the source of that in those, you know, at that particular time in her life.
1: Yeah, so that that's awesome. That's an awesome illustration of they do have choice. And I and like you said, most of us treat them like, well, we're the mama we're the dad we're the the you know the person that can open the doors what however you know you want to put it and we should just know better exactly
2: exactly <laughs> i was like but i'm the mom i know it's good for I you
1: <laughs> know, I know. oh
2: goodness so cool.
1: we're cute we're cute not always bright um let's go to break Uh, Let's talk about access some more, go into this clearing, because we're going to use probably a lot of that um, in the rest of the show and a lot on the call. So we do want everyone to be familiar with with at least the funny little saying we're going to go over when we get back.
0: Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life.
1: Welcome back once again to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. And thank you for joining me today with my friend Kelly Lair. And we are talking about our upcoming telecall series, um, beyond animal communication, the beginning. We're doing a five call series coming up in April and May. Um and it's the beginning of what animal communication could look like for you and your animals and what tools you can use and start building that muscle. Because what if everyone could do it? What if it always it looks different for everybody? And what if some of these tools could be uh, life-changing for you and your animals? Um, today, if you are able to join us live on the show, you can chat in some questions and some stories to us at a 2 Um Go to the chat room, follow directions. You can always get a hold of me later at drandyatharbridge.com. You can get a hold of Callie at info at net. Now, we're talking about the clearing statement. Yay. Yay. <laughs>
2: That infamous clearing statement, yes. It is,
1: it is, it is. And I actually, I was going through my um, Google Docs trying to find what I wanted to say about it. I mean, I explain it all the time to people, but I was, and I came across the document that says, what if a few word, weird words could totally change your life? And I'm like, that's about covers it.
2: Absolutely.
1: And if you've been on Dr. Andy's radio show before, and you may or may not have caught of the, some of the shows are are um, much more, I don't know if I want to use medically-based, but, you know, talking about dentals, we didn't actually do any pod And but other, um, other shows are access-related. I'm sorry. Are you still there? I'm here. I I, okay, good. I thought I went dead. Sorry. Um and we all we talk about this right, wrong, good, bad, bad, and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds, which is the clearing statement that is used with access consciousness. So I thought maybe we could go through step by step and um explain what each of these these words mean to everybody, at least the way we kind of see it and how we utilize it I when you know, when we explain it to people. You game?
2: Absolutely. I am game. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> so you're gonna start, ha ha. Um, so the holster, the the clearing statement is right, wrong, good and bad, pod and pock all nine, boys, shorts and beyonds, and it can be said in any order. Don't get caught up in that. And it's essentially short speak for tons of different layers of energy that you can clear that is limiting any aspect of your life and living. Yeah. You agree. Close I enough.
2: agree. All that right. sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> what else is possible? I don't
1: know. What else? How's it going to be better than that? And so when I pull that out, and, and you've not heard that before, it sounds very, very strange. Um, I actually went to a free animal communication talk with our Susie Godsey, which is Talk to the Animals, Worldwide Coordinator in Access, and she was up there, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds, and all I was catching was the boys in the shorts and their beyonds, and I'm like, "Um, (laughs) I don't know if we should be talking, like, I didn't get it at all, um, but I did get the energy behind it, and the energy behind it was really cool in my world. So, and it actually took me a few more weeks of tracking down, you know, a couple books or something they had said to even write it all down, because everyone would say it so damn fast, too, which I am very very guilty of these days, too. So right and wrong. Basically, what's kind of right and wrong in this reality? I mean, everything is graded on if it's right or if it's wrong. And if you decide something's right or wrong, how much is that limiting your life and living?
2: exactly and and what's right for one person so to say may not be right for another but that doesn't make it wrong so you know it's we get so hooked up into that you know this is right or you know that's the right way to do it well maybe for you it's a way that flows but for somebody else it may not be
1: or how much energy do you put into doing it right that's exactly. not any fun that's not any fun
2: exactly
1: um good and bad
2: very similar for me. You know, that's the way I perceive it is we judge things as good good or bad, you know, right or wrong. And, again, you know, I remember sharing this with somebody in a class. You know, even if you go up to somebody and say, wow, that hair looks amazing on you, how does that lock that person into, oh, my gosh, my hair always has to look this way? You know, and for them, they may want to change it or something like that. And they start to take on other people's opinions or beliefs or whatever, you know. And what if there's something that's even more possible than that? You know, so it's not, again, it's not being in judgment and asking that great question, what else is possible here?
1: Well, and, and Gary brings up all the time, um, You usually the good things lock you in even more than the bad.
2: Exactly. Exactly, because it's like, oh, this is how I have to do it now. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, you get accolades, you get, oh, I'm being a good girl, I'm doing, yeah. And how much does that lock you into what else is possible, what more is possible, or what else it could even look like?
2: Exactly.
1: Pod and pock. so point of destruction, point of creation.
2: Yes. so basically this is where we choose to, you know, do, w- where did we create something and where did we destroy something. So, you know, it doesn't, destroying doesn't have to be a bad thing either. Um, sometimes there are limiting beliefs that we can destroy, you know, or there's just thoughts or energies that we take on. It's not even words that we speak all the time, but even energies that we take on that lock us in in some way. So where did we create and destroy some other part of some part of ourselves, you know, that we want to bring back, so to
1: say? Awesome, yeah, exactly. And and you said something I think is really cool that it actually took me a while to like. Get, I guess, in my cognitive brain, is uh, we are we are putting words to all of this, but it's really about the energies and yes. the energies that we can clear or the energies we can change by utilizing this this little statement. Um, and so, it's not a, if you don't get it or you're not, maybe you're not even hearing us. If we sound like we may be mumbling something in a foreign language. That could be your issue, and that's when you look at the energies around it and not get caught up so much on the actual words. so just keep that in mind, yeah, and um, for
2: me, Andy, a lot of times, um, you know, when I don't necessarily have time to say the whole clearing statement, I'll just say "pock, pod, pock pod," and that could be a good tool for people to start getting the energy of this too, if they can't remember the whole clearing statement is to just pock pod it pock mm-hmm. pod things as they come up
1: yeah and and those things could be just the energies, it could be you know the coworker that drives you nuts, you know all you know, oh him, pop that, and just start playing with it, you know you're not gonna you're not gonna mess up anybody else's day, just play with the energies
2: exactly
1: all nine is all nine layers of energetic crap you can clear. Yes. Do you have any more on that? I know there's a bigger explanation on that. You can find it. It There is. Yeah. Yeah. If
2: you take a BARS class, it goes into it a little deeper, but I think for the purposes of this call and the class, you know, just saying all nine, again, it's basically the energy of this. And what I found is I know, I don't know if this happened with you, Andy, but at first I kept going into my head saying, well, what does all this mean and trying to figure it out and, you know, getting all cognitive about it. And as soon as I let that go, it's like you could really feel the energy and not have to analyze it and just, again, receive it, receive the energy of what it could contribute to you in your life
1: mm-hmm. well yeah I, of course I think everyone tries to like what, what, huh <laughs>
2: exactly <laughs>
1: there is no what or huh it just is, <laughs> just go with it right um, shorts let's just shorts those shorts. energy <laughs> yeah
2: I mean you know basically it's what's what's meaningful about this or what's meaningless about it yeah it's really just a short version of something again that's more expansive Mm
1: -hmm. and the boys
2: those infamous boys yeah this is the one (laughs) that actually
1: has taken me the longest like you know, I've actually had to look at it many different ways and, and not necessarily even cognitively, but energetically. I'm like, okay, and listening to Gary and Dane explain it time and time and time again, and that's just one of those things. You get it when you get it. Um, and you can probably add to this in a second, but I, when I went to chiropractic school, we were always just peeling the onion. You peel the onion and you peel the layers off to get to the core problem. And, and it wasn't until Access when they finally go, did you ever get to the core problem? And you're like, no, never got there. Um, so I kind of look at this like those little um, Chotsky dolls. There's one doll within another doll within another doll, and you can just kind of explode it all away, and you're not peeling the onion anymore.
2: That's a good way to put it, yes.
1: And covered? Pretty good?
2: Anything? Else? I think you did a great job with that, and I, I, I never I heard did. the analogy of the dolls before, so I like that.
1: I always ask other facilitators, I'm like, what else you got on this one?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I like the example that, um, you know, they give an access about the somebody blowing the bubble pipe, you know, and you go to pop all the bubbles, the bubbles, the bubbles, the bubbles, but really what's causing all the bubbles is the person blowing the bubbles, you know, and no one's focusing on that. It's pop all the bubbles. Um, so that's another way to look at it, too.
1: And the bubbles never worked for me, so, you know. So that's okay, why I want so, I, yeah, yeah, right. That's why I want choose people to you know, you're gonna know something that different than I'm gonna know and it's gonna be cool. What's gonna resonate with whoever's listening, so how awesome is that. Right. And the good old beyonds. Everyone gets beyonds. That's fun. You know, it's when you expect a forty dollar phone bill and you get a four hundred dollar phone bill and you
2: <laughs> Deer in the headlights. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean everybody gets, uh, everyone gets that one right away. That's exactly. Beyond. Yes. So you can go to accessconsciousness.com and then there is an actual I think it's 20 minutes of cute Dr. Dane talking about the clearing statement at theclearingstatement.com. So if you um if you need any more information cuz some people need more information um you can go and check that out. So um we are coming up on a break. What did you you probably had a few ideas of what you want to chat about in this on this show for our upcoming call I know I had put stuff together but what would you like to cover in the next after we get back.
2: I think some of the things that we will be going over in class, you know, obviously we can't delve into all the content and everything because time doesn't allow for that, you know, but to give people an idea of what we'll be presenting and also, you know, more of how animal communication can show up so differently. I think everybody, like for you, you're saying you just perceive things. For me, it's words. and, And sometimes I call myself a mixed bag big professional word here, um, you know, but it always shows up differently for me and I just stay open and stay unattached to how it's going to show up and I think that's when, you know, you receive the most information is when you don't have an expectation or conclusion about how it's supposed to look.
1: So we could probably do some process to get people started to get them out of that judgment too.
0: Sounds good.
1: Awesome. We'll be back in a few.
0: Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life.
1: Welcome back once again to Randy's Animal Magic Radio. So along with hanging out with you every Monday on A2Zen.fm, I do have an animal practice in Denver, Colorado, um, where I offer animal chiropractic care, laser therapy, and energetic magic with animal chins. So if you're here in the area, um, you have some more hands-on options. Kind of like Callie, I do offer phone sessions using the access tools. Um, She utilizes more... I mean, we have different styles. So whoever maybe resonates with you, and if you'd like to get on the phone with us and and see if we can contribute to anything that's going on with you or your animals, um, give us a call. You can reach me at 303-518-3688, and they can give you a call at what number again? 303-862-5424. So we're talking about this telecall that we're going to do, and it's coming up. And so it's called the Beyond Animal Communication, and it's the beginning. So it's a five-call series. And I'm going to go through the details here and let you know where you can register, and then we'll get back to um, maybe a couple of the tools we're going to highlight in the now that are going to be in the call in depth. Um, We're starting on April 7th. That call is going to be an hour long, and that's the free intro call. So you do, if you're interested in at least checking out. That call, you'll need to register, and you can go to accessconsciousness.com and under the facilitators tab, you either find me or Callie, find the call and register, um, and then um, then you'll get a receipt for the price of the call, which is 120 for all all five calls, um, and that's you pay that only if you want to stay with us past April 7th. Um, so April 7th, let me scroll back up. I have the dates here, unless you memorized them. So April 7th, April 28th, May 5th, May 12th, May 19th at 5 p.m. So they're going to run from 5 to 6.30, except for that first call. Like I said, it's $125, and you can register at accessconsciousness.com. I believe I have more details and up on my Facebook page, Um, so facebook.com backslash harpersridge. Do you have some info up on yours?
2: Yes, on my website there's um yeah. if you go to my calendar of events page, there's a write up about it on there.
1: Okay. yeah, I'm not much more um up to date with my Facebook than my website <laughs> um, <laughs> so do you have <laughs> uh, you know do you have anything else coming up, Kelly you'd like everyone to know about? Did you want to add anything to that? Did I get all the details?
2: Well, one thing I want to mention is, you know, if for some reason you can't be on the call live, um, they will be recorded. Um, so the, the, this is for the paid, the four paid ones, okay? Uh So if you want to, you know, join in on those classes, but Tuesday nights may not work for you for some reason, okay, you will have a replay, you know, to listen to. So you can definitely still do that. Um, and it's for people all over the world, so it's not like you have to physically be here in Colorado. And yeah. uh one of the things that I like is it's going to be an interactive class too. It's not just going to be you and me talking the whole time. I mean, there will be that, but we're going to pair you with other class participants too and allow you to practice working on other people's animals, which I think is a great contribution, because one of the biggest hang-ups I've noticed um with myself and some of my clients, Andy, is that people think talking to their own animal is going to be the easiest. (laughs) Um, And sometimes that's the hardest. I'm not saying it's always the case, you know, because it always shows up differently. But sometimes we're so attached to the outcome or we want to hear something specific from our own animals. Um, And I think working with somebody who you have no, you know, awareness about like you, you don't know anything about their background right off the top or or anything like that helps you to just be more in a space of receiving and you know to really get the gist of this because um, our animals can trip us up sometimes too <laughs> so
1: right and they may even tell you what you want to hear I mean it, it you, your own animals can be little more challenging on occasion they really can't and then once you figure out them you may actually have an easier time with them and, and again it's all a muscle and it's all about asking questions and it's all about you know how it's going to show up for you personally oh yeah and the recordings thank you for mentioning that that was awesome you can still listen to them at a later time and actually email in questions if you can't be live but you want you have some questions that you want to be answered and then everyone's going to be live with us on the call so they can talk to us On the call and ask questions then too. So, yes, we want this as interactive as possible. We want to give you the tools and the information you require, so you know you can go out and communicate with your animals. But I do want you to tell the story about—is it the little balls? What was the dog was telling you about balls?
2: I don't want to give it away. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? I don't want to give it away. I think I know what you mean, and if I hope this is the right story. Um, I had a student of mine who was practicing. She took one of my animal communication classes, and she was practicing. And she reached out to me. She's like, "I've got to share the Nita story with you," you know. So I'm like, "Okay." So she was practicing with a client of hers, and um, she said, "You know, I'm just going to ask this dog, you know, what what is its favorite activity to do." You know, so she asks the dog and the dog kept saying, oh, I like going out and, you know, getting the white balls in the morning, the white balls. And, you know, I always say relay the messages as you receive them because what makes no sense to you can make total sense to the, you know, animal's owner. So um, she's like, I don't know what this dog's talking about, but she's specifically saying white balls, white balls, balls. So the owner chuckled immediately because they had um, chickens and every morning she and the dog would go out and they would collect the eggs from the chickens and even though they weren't actual, you know, balls like uh, me I would perceive that as like a tennis ball or something like that that you would throw and fetch with the, with your dog this from the animal's perception was what he or she was seeing, you know. So that's so important is to remember perception is a big part of this. We have to remember that our animals see things very differently than we do. We have to take into consideration their height, you know, their eyesight and things like that, and they just see things totally different. So, again, it's staying open and, you know, not expecting things to show up the way we necessarily perceive them to be. Was that yeah, the story you were that. talking about?
1: Yes, that was it. Bingo. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I've had to relay stuff on occasion that I'm like, oh, my gosh, there is no way, and and the owner will know exactly, you know. or So, yeah, you do. Like you said, you have to relay it like it comes in, you know, and and, and you may feel like the, you may be the stupidest person on earth, but it makes complete sense to the owner. so. Yeah, and I
2: had a situation too where, you know, the animal was saying to me, oh, my gosh, you know, the bird box, the bird box, the box. Now, if I went in my head, I would have relayed this to the owner as, oh, a birdhouse. You know, your dog keeps talking about a birdhouse. But the dog kept saying, It's a bird box. It's a bird box. And as soon as I told the owner about that, she started cracking up because she said, Oh my gosh, I was walking with my friend. We saw an injured bird on the side of the road. She went and got an old shoe box, and we put the bird in the box. So this is why <laughs> I always say, Tell it exactly how it comes through because, you know, again, if I went in my head, I would have said, No, she's talking about a bird house, you know, but no, this dog was very spot on. It's a bird box. It's a bird box. So um, sometimes those messages where you're a little hesitant to share it have mm-hmm. turned doubters into believers. So.
1: Yuppers! That's a lot of fun when those come through. So I'm going to do a process, and then um, we're going to cop- talk about a couple of the tools. Um, so all the expectations, projections, separations, rejections, limitations, and judgments of what animal communication is and is not, will you uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, yes. good, bad, pod, pack, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So that's what the processing could look like, um, and then using that clearing statement. And we all have these expectations of what animal communication could be or isn't or how it should show up, all the projections, you know, separations, rejections, limitations, and judgments. So um, let's that one more time on everybody, and then... You know, and we'll probably sprinkle these throughout the call. There'll maybe other ones that come up organically in the call, and so on and so forth. But this is what that looks like, just to give everybody an idea of what they're stepping into. So the expectations, projections, operations, rejections, limitations, and judgments of what animal, commu- animal communication is and is not. Will you uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all mine, boy, shorts, ambience. So I have the tool of light and heavy. Did you have a tool that you wanted to go over real quick?
2: Well, um, I think, you know, I know we were going to talk about light and heavy. I thought, you know, we were going to delve Mm -hmm. into that a little deeper. So um, I didn't have a specific tool in mind. Yeah, there's so many. But I think, you know, we could talk from here to the end of the show about light and heavy because that could bring up a lot of stuff for people.
1: We could, we could. Yeah, that's all I had down to, but I just wanted in case something popped into your head, like, hey, I want to talk about this. So one of the, I, you know, you hate to use the word beginning tools because it's a tool that's used throughout access um, and it's light and heavy. And again, this is different for every body, every person on what's quote unquote going to work for them and what's light or what's heavy for them. Um, my Kind of the go-to example on this, and you might have a different one, is if I was talking about myself and I wanted to grow up and get married, have five kids, and live in a small house in the city, the energy around that is not exactly light, happy, and bubbly. Okay. It's a, You know, it's a little more heavy. It's a little more not really true for me kind of thing. Um, or, And I know it has no animal example at all, you know, but what is lighter is, you know, you know, want to grow up, run my own business, and play with animals all day, which is what I've actually told everybody since I was little, that that's what I was going to do, um, so they have thought I was crazy for a long time, which is fine with me, is a lot lighter in energy, a lot more bubbly in energy around it, and so that's something that um, you'll have to, again, play with what's light and heavy. So how do you talk about it with people? I want to give everybody, yeah. you know, a different perspective, too.
2: For me, light is always, it, there's it's there's more of an expansiveness. And one of the things to remember is a lot of times it will not even make sense. You know, um, one of the best examples I can give of... Uh, a light energy for me was when I chose to move from New Jersey to Colorado because I'm from New Jersey originally. And I had my business established back east and everything, and I kept getting the awareness that I was supposed to go out to Colorado. Everyone said I was crazy. It made no sense. And they said, I can't even argue with you, and I know it's what I'm supposed to do. Like there was just such a lightness to it. So, again, you're saying you know this doesn't apply to animals, but this applies to all areas of our lives. Um it doesn't have to be specific to animals or to one thing in particular. And the thing is to keep asking questions, okay? Because what's here for you today, next week it could be a different type of energy. Um so to keep following that energy and and this can, you know, be a great tool and it's something again that like you said earlier, it's building that muscle. The more you use it, the you know, I think the easier it becomes to recognize and identify that energy.
1: Did you find that to be true for yourself? Oh yeah. This was gonna well no one teaches you this in this reality. Exactly. (laughs) You know, you you're taught the right or wrong answer for your test or, you know, the good or the bad way to do something. You're not taught what what should you choose for you? What could be fun for you, what could be light for you? And so I tend to use a lot of well this will work in my world, or this will be fun, and those words kind of correlate with the part of it, um, versus actually using the word light. So if you hear me talk about that, um, the other thing I talk about a lot that, um, is look into your animal's world, I use that term a lot, and, and it's kind of evolving, and how do I explain this to people? But you're going to use that light and heavy in their world. And maybe that is as easy as when you're on your walk, you ask them, do you want to go left or right? And what is lighter when that comes up? And it's just a knowing, and it's hard for us to explain until you start to play with it a little bit. And then, you know, okay, right, left, okay, left is better. Go left and see how the walk goes from there. Maybe the dog's happier. Maybe you meet one of their best dog friends that you wouldn't normally meet, like, you know, because you don't normally go that way or whatever. But play with it that way. Do you want your bowl on the left side or the right side of the container today? And start with those little things and play with it that way.
2: Absolutely.
1: Um, and 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 it it and and we'll probably try and quote unquote try and explain this uh, uh, many more times during the call. Um, and this, and I was actually, Tracy's Tracy's on the call. She's listening, and she also has a question here in the chat room. And we had a fun conversation about um, her dog on Friday that maybe if, she, we're going to have to take a break again. Kat. Maybe she can let me know if it's okay if I talk about it while we're gone. And it, it kind of correlated with light and heavy really nicely. And then I wanted you to talk about your um Some of the exercises, the perception exercises, we're going to go over on the call, just a little bit. A teaser when we get back.
2: Absolutely.
1: Cool. We'll be right back.
0: Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK or in Canada, 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to doctor Andy at HarpersRidge.com. dot com.
1: Hello, hello, welcome back to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio. Um, I'm here every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific, and that's on A2Zen.fm every Monday. You can reach me at Facebook backslash Harper's Ridge. You can email me at DrAndy at dot Next week's show, I believe, okay, I'm just, I'm not sure what it is. I think it's Your Goats Are Fat which is just a funny title to make you giggle and tune in, and um, we'll see what comes of that. I actually have a story around that, so I guess you'll have to tune in and find out what that's all about. Um, it kind of <laughs> sounds funny. interesting. I, I know. I'm like, I got, oh, how do I, I have a, yeah, yeah, your goats are fat. There's a whole story on how that came about, and I guess you have to tune in. Um, Tracy was in, Tracy, um Came came to me. Her her dog Charlie brought Tracy into my life, um, and uh, thank you very much, um, Charlie, for that. Um, and she was in her other dog, Bodie, and she's looking at maybe getting him another dog. Um, and she had a couple um, options that they were looking at. And and I one of the things I told her is that light and heavy tool um, when navigating with your animals or with any other animals that's a really go to tool um to see where they're at where you're at um and gathering even other information or getting you to where you get you know the jackpot of information or whatever it kind of is that directional i i i use it as all the time and i forget the names of the dogs but one was a boy dog and one was a girl dog and and tracy had discounted the girl dog because he had some health issues and so I actually went to Bodie and went, All right, dude, um, what about this male dog? And and I looked at Tracy, I'm like, Well what are you what are you getting on that? What is your sense? She's like, Oh that's kinda heavy and I'm like, Yeah I go, What about the girl dog? And his world kind of lightened up. She's like, Huh. And so it was just kind of fun to give her some you know, direction, and it, and it doesn't tell anybody what's going to occur. Yes, you have to adopt that dog, but maybe there's, you know, you call the rescue back for more information. And we talked about all the tools she had in her uh, tool belt that could help this dog with these allergies and anxiety, including access, including other, um, like BICOM and other energetic med- medicinal tools. So it was, it was a lot of fun, and, and it all went down to the light and heavy of it all.
2: Great tools. Yes. And and again, it's, you know, opening up to other possibilities, you know, instead of just being so fixated on one thing, it's like, well, what else is possible here? Um, And sometimes, you know, it's I I find that they kind of lead breadcrumbs, you know, so to say, to lead us to, you know, greater possibilities, um, you know, that, things that don't always come to us, one, two, three. So, you know, maybe it's like, oh, yeah, maybe we should consider a female dog. Now, maybe that's not the female dog to get, but it's like, oh, I'm opening up to the possibility of getting a sister instead of it just being a brother. Um, So these are where, you know, you start to notice the expansion. And, again, as you play with this more and more, you're going to see, oh, there's a little expansiveness to this versus, wow, that, like, really opened all the, you know, doors wide open, so to say.
1: Right, I mean, if and that's where sometimes your own your own animals are difficult because if you've decided, well, Charlie was a boy dog, so he must want a boy dog. Right, and that was it, you know, and you never asked another question, you know, you're missing out on so many other possibilities that might work even better, and that that's, you know, kind of what I see animal communication as, um, as much as you know the pinpoint, they would like to do this, but it's almost like oh, I wasn't even looking at all this other stuff.
2: Right. And then even asking, is this even the right time? You know, that's another yeah. question because it could be, well, not right now, but, you know, in June or July, yeah, let's, let's go mm-hmm. for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's remembering to keep asking too. I think that's a big hang up for a lot of people as they ask once and they think they get the awareness and it's like, okay, I can stop asking questions now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, instead of continually asking more and more questions, you know, hey, that didn't work for you last time, but maybe it'll work for you this time time or you know what else is possible here and um the more you play with this and again that's the key word play make Mm -hmm. it fun don't go into your head with it don't try to figure it out but just play with it um and then magical things can happen
1: yeah so you have a couple um perception exercises that i have not done so i'm excited to do it with everybody on the call (laughs) i actually haven't done them on purpose (laughs) because i'm going to do them on the call um and so i just want you i mean we're running we're running low on time we've got about a minute and a half so just a little teaser on that um and and some other tools that aren't accessed that could you know you could implement and work with your animals with
2: absolutely so with the perception you know again we we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier like with the you know the eggs and the white balls and the bird box versus the bird house. Everybody sees things differently. Like you and I could go to a park, Andy, and we could see, you know, such different things. And if you said, well, didn't you see such and such, I would be like, well, heck no, I was more focused on this. So, again, if our animal says something to us, because sometimes, you know, as you work with more than one animal, you'll notice, like, Andy may get one type of a message from a dog that we're both working on, and I may get something entirely different. Um, Doesn't mean that one's right or one's wrong. It's just what that animal is choosing to share with us. And this is about tapping in. I mean, we... There is so much around us all the time in every second of every day. And we're not always picking up on everything. So this, again, is, you know, getting us more into the awareness that there's far more than meets the eye, so to say. So that's what this perception exercise is really about. I think that's a good way to put it is that there's far more than meets the eye. And it's, you know, stepping outside that box we put ourselves into.
1: Yeah, I love I loved that. I never even considered that until I did a previous call with um, Susie Godsey about, well, this animal may give this person this information, you may get this piece of information, you may get this, but nobody's wrong.
2: Exactly. I mean, you know, I could tell you something, and then, you know, we could see a mutual friend of ours, and I could tell her something, and she may be like, well, that that's not what she told me. She told me this. It doesn't mean one's right or wrong. It's just we're sharing, you know, different stories situations whatever
1: they are going to cut us off so tell call starting april 7th accessconsciousness.com if you'd like to join us how much fun can you have with your animal Thank until you we for meet choosing again to listen
0: to dr andy's animal magic radio show dr andy will return next monday at 1 p.m eastern time 12 p.m central time 11 a.m mountain time and 10 a.m pacific time on FM. We hope you'll join us. Until then, just how much magical fun can you have with your animals?